This week's bonus interview is a perfect follow-up to Sean Kanan, who was on Soap Operas. And a few months ago, I was lucky enough to interview Robert Parks Valletta, who was on Days of Our Lives and The Young and the Restless. Growing up, he had a sister in Hollywood, and he was able to pursue that dream too. What I love most about him is he is a creator. He has multiple travel shows he created along the way, and an awesome show that he talks about in the interview called The Recruit. He was also on Vanderpump Rules for a year. We talk about all of it, so enjoy the interview. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hey. How's it, how are you, uh, you doing over there? I'm doing pretty good. I'm in Jersey. I'm not doing too nice. bad. Nice. Good old yeah. Jersey. I love me some Jersey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I grew up here. You, nice. You've been out here before? Been out there before. Um, you know, have, uh, have, have, and I have very fond memories of just going out, hanging out in Jersey and have a couple of friends from Jersey and uh, a couple of friends from New York and so always just bouncing around and, you know, kind of picking your poison what you're going to do for the weekend. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, like Atlantic City or down the Jersey Shore? Uh, yeah, Atlantic City. Oh, cool. Awesome, man. Well, uh, thanks so much for taking the time. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So uh, where, where, where did you grow up? Yeah, because I know you're in California now. Yeah, so I, I grew up in I grew up in San Diego, uh, born and oh, raised. Okay. Um, I was uh, basically it was me and a bunch of girls. I have four sisters, so kind of grew up. <laughs> Grew up in a in a, in a woman a very a very woman womanly household to say the least. Um, yeah, and uh, it was great. It was just but it was, a, it was a fun little it was a fun little time to kind of like grow. And then uh, from there went to Long Beach State, um, did theater, played some sports, and uh, and then kind of continued my journey up to L.A. Awesome. And and when did you have like an uh, inclination that you wanted to do acting? Well, it was interesting because I I did theater in high school. And then I did uh, theater and poli sci major in college, so I was either going to be a, a lawyer or an actor. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I come from a, a family of all attorneys, and then my sister is actually an actress. Oh, really? And yeah, she so she started modeling. She's like a supermodel, and then was an actress, and, and still is acting. She was a uh, she was in the movie Hitch. I don't know if you've seen the movie Hitch. She was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith, the girl that Kevin Smith went after in Hitch. Um, oh, I see her. Yeah, she was in Transporter too. She was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's, in, she's in, so that was kind of my engagement into the city, into the into the city of LA and acting. I'm sure. Kind of watching her do the modeling, and then I was like, all right, well, you're a model, and you'll be the good looking one, and then I'll be the <laughs> actor, and I'll and I'll have the talent. And then she started acting, and I said, damn it, now what do I have? So um, <laughs> that kind of was the relationship that we've always had, and we always support each other, and it's kind of you know it's, a, it's always fun when you have a. a uh, a sibling in the industry because we get to kind of bounce things off each other and support each other. And the, the town's tough. So, you know, it's tough to going. You got to stick to your family. Yeah. At least, at least she can understand where you're coming from. Cause a lot of people, you know, I talk to a lot of people and they say some things and I'm like, I, I get it from like a, an outsider, but I'm sure there's like different kind of lingo and things that you deal with that people won't understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest thing that, we both understood, and the biggest thing I learned from her is that fame is not real. Like, the idea of popularity and the ideal of all this thing, it's not a real thing. And the moment you buy into any sort of success, that that is sort of the beginning and the end of, of you know, your sort of world. Um, and so yeah. she's always just said, you're, the only thing that is real is the art you that you create and the, and the thing that you can create in the lives, people's lives, you change around it. 
And if you can actually make impact in those things, then you're actually making it. And and so I have this. I'm actually in the process of writing my first book uh, called uh, Making It. Uh, the art of actually making it and just plays in the whole subject of as creative, there's only one thing we can make. Um, if you're a singer, uh, you know, if you're an actor, whatever it is, it's not the money or the fame or other things that comes with it. It comes to the actual it that only you can create, just like yourself. You're a creative, you wanted to create something, and so you created, a, you know, um, this podcast. That's making it. Oh, yeah. you know, if you're a singer, so, you know, as a singer, you can have to keep making as many songs as you can, but making it is an actual it, is an actual thing, and you have to make that it over and over and over again, and that's the only way to gauge your success. Um, and that's kind of our version, you know, of making it her and I, and, and, and it's just, you know, just keep making it and making it, and then eventually it's, uh, you, you can gauge your own success, so. Yeah, and you've done a lot of things, like going up and down your IMDb, I'm sure it's not 100% accurate from what I found talking to people. Um, but, yeah, you've got so many different things. You host. Uh, I don't know if some of these are right on here, but one has – what was your first job in Hollywood? Oh, gosh, I can't tell you my first job in Hollywood. That was actually uh, – <laughs> that's, uh, that, that, that's my that's my, uh, that's my uh, t- late-night talk show reveal. One day, deep, deep down the line, it's a really funny, funny oh, okay. story of, of what happened. I was – I basically – I. I was an extra on something that I did not know I was an extra on, and then it got, then I walked off set. Um, anyways, long story short, that's a little preview for that. But anyways, okay. um, <laughs> uh, the very first thing I ever did, uh, my very first role was Ugly Betty, I believe Ugly Betty, or no, CSI, CSI New York, wow, circa, circa high school, it feels like. Yeah, I did CSI New York a very long time ago. That was my very first Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they're both the same year, so I'm sure they're right around the same time, yeah. 2006. Yeah. Now, and that was sort of, you know, basically I was uh, jumping in the first year of acting and then got those two roles like right out of the gate. And it was small roles, obviously, like every everybody is. And then that's kind of, you know, sort of the, the beginning of the career. Yeah. And then from there, you're on two soaps in the same yeah, year. So that, that, yeah. So I bounced around. I actually on three soaps that year. Oh, there's three? It, okay. They only it, have two on there, yeah, so basically what happened was there was a soap that was actually airing where it was characters from Young and the Restless and characters from All My Children, and they actually came together and created this seven-episode series, um, and that was my very first soap. Then from there, I went to um, I went to Young and the Restless after that, and then Days of Our Lives and all those things. So, yeah, it's kind of that, – that's sort of the training ground. Soap acting is, is – is, the hardest acting you'll ever do as an actor, hands down, I, ever. I bet because there's how many? Ep- I wouldn't even, I couldn't even guess, but I know there's new episodes every day. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure they have weeks that they're off, but it seems like you have to churn out. I don't know you're how many episodes 60, a year. You're shooting sixty pages a day for wow. a one-hour show, and so you know the amount of memory, you know, memorization that you have to do per per night is to the point where you're just like, ah. I don't got any more. I can't, you know, and 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 and, and it's a testament to how good uh, of a memory these soap actors um, are, are. You know, these guys can go in and these ladies, women can go in and do uh, 20, 30 pages a day. Um, and they knock it out of the park, you know. And I have a lot of friends that are still doing it. And I'm just like, man, you guys are more power to you. More power to you. <laughs> and how was that after that? Because soaps are super popular, I'm sure. You got recognized yeah. from those. 
Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it definitely has its, its genre, you know, sort of its demographic of uh, people who watch soaps, and and it was yeah. fun. I mean, that was kind of that was sort of like my first public, you know, sort of role um, that people actually recognize me a little bit from. Um, but uh, it all, you know, everything kind of shifts. The, the more the more you are in this town, the more you realize that different shows have different. You know, fans and different fans are very different. Um, yeah. You know, and really, I I just look at when I say fans, I say fans in a very loose term. Um, I don't I don't know if I necessarily have fans. I, I have people that recognize me from something. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's interesting. The whole the whole the whole world of rec- you know people recognizing you is kind of funny. No, I bet there was a, I interviewed a guy that had a very small role in Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. And he mm-hmm. was so floored. He was, you remember that movie? He was like the chief yeah. of the tribe. Yeah, so I talked to him yesterday. And he was so floored, like, after the movie came out. Somebody came up to him on the street and asked for his autograph. And he was like, why? And they're like, oh, you're so yeah. funny in that scene. And he, like, could not, like, just, like, you know, process that. Hey, why does this person want me to sign my name? But that was great. You know, people love different, you know, People are fans of any anything, and they're really fans. So yeah. I think you and, say that sometimes they might just recognize you. I'm sure those people really enjoyed the character that you portrayed. Yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting because I, I actually did a reality show dating a girl. I saw that. Ago. I was going to ask you about that. I saw that on that. Yeah. So I, I, I did that, and, and the, that actually, you know, was probably the most interesting fan base um, out of all of them, honestly. And that was kind of like, like oh, wow, like this – you don't realize how many people actually watch certain shows until you're like, oh wow, a lot of people watch that show. Yeah, uh, and and that was and that was a whole different level of, of people recognizing you, and a whole different you know fan base of people recognizing you. Um, and it's a little different being an actor compared to doing reality television because when you do reality TV, uh, they think they know you, you know. Yeah. And act, acting is a role, so you always have that little barrier. How was that, so, like, that whole experience, like, being filmed like that? I know there's obviously some, you know, cutting room floor stuff to it, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it was uh, it was really interesting. You know, it, in, in the end, I I did the show. I didn't I didn't want to do the show. I really, really did not want to do the show. And I, I did it because, my you know, my girlfriend, um, who I was dating, she was just like, it would mean the world to me, and, and I – and I said, I trust you, and I'll jump into your world, and um, and yeah, I did it. And and you know, it, it was sort of like uh, it, it's definitely like putting your your relationship on a, a under a microscope, and it's it's crazy. You know, for me, I look at I know who I am. I know I was a very the most reserved version of myself because I was so worried about saying anything or doing anything dumb or stupid that uh, I just kind of just held back. When in the reality, what I should have done was just probably loved on my girlfriend like more and show more. But I was just so afraid of doing any little thing wrong or thing. It's because it was like because it's reality. I never I never oh, yeah. done reality reality before, so um, it was definitely a really interesting learning uh, learning uh, <laughs> learning to scenario and situation and um, yeah. No, it's like being you know like you said, it's like you're in the moment. It's like watching professional sports. You know, a guy reacts, a manager reacts in a way, and people are like, oh, why would you do that? Same thing with a reality show. 
But in that yeah. same circumstance, that person that is, like, criticizing you. And that's what it is, like, social media. Like, I'm sure you yeah. get that from maybe when you were on there. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure when you were on that show, I'm sure you got some wackos that reached out to you oh, for some reason. More than that, more than more from that than anything else I've ever done. Yeah. Which is interesting. <laughs> and, and, and you yeah. get much more of a, of a you know, a, a very sided opinion based on how they edit it, which is interesting to me. I'm like, you do, you do know this is a TV show and we shot this in a matter of six months and you get to see six nights worth, you know, it's like a couple nights worth of what our stuff was. So it's just interesting. Yeah. But, you know, it's like that's, that's, uh, it is a TV show at the end and I, you know, everybody, I just say, you know, they edit things. So you enjoy, enjoy the edit because I'll say this, they have some amazing editors and they do a really good job producing that TV show and it is very yeah. entertaining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, that's great. And then uh, I'll go back into like some of the TV and movie roles that you had. But then you you hosted uh, shows. This is San Francisco. This is Dallas. This is LA. So those like uh, travel shows, you travel the city and check things out. Yeah. So what I did is I actually got to the place where I I I didn't want to wait for jobs anymore. I didn't want to be the one um, pitching projects anymore. So I created a production company. Um, and I just had an idea and that idea was that I could change the way, um, people watch television in a local market. And I took it yeah. as simple as, as I love diners, drive-ins and dives. Love oh, the yeah. show. But the thing for me that was missing was that how often am I going to go to Montana to go see this one restaurant in the middle of nowhere and actually get to enjoy that food? Maybe yeah, once in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that same model and I created what it's called. This is LA. Um, in my, in, in my house, I had three employees. Um, and you know, I started the show and it was just a group of friends who all, you know, from the camera guys, everybody. And, and we created the first season of the show. And by the end of the first season, we were one of the highest rated local shows in LA and it airs on CBS. And so then they're like, okay, well, let's try some other cities. Then we went to San Francisco, San Diego, Dallas, Denver, Chicago. Now we're on season three of LA and we've done over 200, 200 episodes of the business wow. series nationwide. We have 65 employees and it's just kind of crazy what the company's grown into, but it's grown into, um, you know, we're, we're, you now can watch a local show and see where you want to go eat and go do or go hang out or go work, you know, based on your area. And so, um, it's a it's a collaboration of a bunch of small businesses coming together and working together to market and advertise themselves, and it's a sort of community of um, just amazing community of just where to go, what to do, and and, and let's get some advertising for these for people in your area. Yeah. No, that's really awesome. What time? What time is usually on? Like what time slot? It's we are usually on every Saturday or Sunday directly after a sporting event. So it's usually oh, after cool. golf or, or, or college football in San Diego. Um, and that, and you know, that's very strategic. And we have the, the ratings that sort of back why we were able to get that time slot. But our, my whole theory was that the only thing people are watching on TV, uh, network TV right now is sports. I, even myself personally, I can't remember the last time I actually watched, uh, CBS for like an actual show. Uh, yeah. I watched Netflix. I watch, I stream everything. Um, but I do watch sports. So it's basically taking that live viewership from sports and going right into our show, 
which, um, you know, led it to where, where it's at now. No, that's awesome. Is there any expansion, like, to do, like, a, like a New York or any other city? We're going into uh, – we're shooting Miami right now. Oh, that, that should be uh, fun. And then, and then uh, yeah, it's going to be really horrible. It's going to be <laughs> darn. <laughs> have to go to Miami. Uh, TBU. <laughs> although, my, although my girlfriend's like, you're not going to Miami without me. And I'm like, that's fine. Come on out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, then we're starting Chicago um, coming oh, up probably awesome. uh, early next year. Um, yeah, hopefully. Don't, one, go, don't go in the winter. <laughs> no, when, yeah, we're definitely not going in the winter. Um, I, I love the idea of doing New York, but the problem about New York is it's so hard to get a, a small camera crew around um, New York. You know, it's just yeah, that's there's true. no park, there's no parking. It's it's tough. I love New York. Uh, it's just that's one of the biggest you know struggles when you have a small crew of just like three, four people running around the city. You know, it's it, it, trying to figure out that. Uh, you know, unless you, unless you see a full camera crew in the subway running around with you, but that'll, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Uh, Do you host all of them? Not anymore. So oh, okay. I'm now, uh, backing off hosting the This Is series. And then I'm, we're hosting a new show called The Recruit, uh, which is basically, um, Fortune 500 companies. What's it like to work there in one day? So I basically go work for like Southwest and do every single job Southwest no way. in one day. Um, so that's our newest show that's coming out. We're about to air in Boston in uh, a couple weeks and got to go work at like Hasbro, Legal Seafood, um, TripAdvisor. And you basically just work at these companies for one day and you try to do all the jobs and see what makes these companies tick and the, to see the company culture. So it's like a, it's like a comedy version of Undercover Boss. Yeah, no, that's awesome. What, what is that going to air on? Uh, CBS. That's going to be on oh, CBS. That's so awesome. So it, but yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of where the world has has gone, and you know, from there, it's uh, who knows. We're we're the ones that uh, have to make it, you know. So yeah, well, that's a great idea. That, that's really cool. Like whenever you think of a company, you think of all the jobs that go into it. Me and my wife, we we lived in uh, Portland, Oregon for a few years, and we moved back to Jersey. That's where we grew up, and we started a, a family. So when I when we were driving out, I was like, and it's like so ambitious because it's not like we have the time. But I'm like, man, it was so cool just to stop at random places and do these random jobs in these random cities because we drove up to the yeah. south and there's some parts of the south that are really yeah. just. Oh. It's, I mean, it's what yeah. dirty jobs did. You just realize oh, there's yeah, yeah. some no, jobs that you're just like, oh, geez, you know. And then I call this like clean jobs. So this is sort of like the corporate yeah. friendly version of dirty jobs. But uh, you know, I have so much more respect for certain jobs and certain things that I just didn't know. Uh, what really went into it, you know, and, 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 uh, there's, even at the airports now, like, I went, I worked at Southwest for one day, and oh, wow. the one person who I have more respect for than any, any other person, and I didn't know this, was, you know, the person that scans your ticket right before you go onto a plane? Yeah. That person is basically the entire quarterback of the whole thing. What they're doing is they're doing, uh, fuel calculations, uh, weight calculations, they're loading the the the, uh, the ramp onto the plane. They're getting all the handicap. They're figuring out all the numbers. They're figuring out what the load capacity. Like, like the amount of things they do, and they have to do it in basically under thirty minutes. Yeah. I was like, holy crap! I wouldn't even get to that from just what seeing what they do. <laughs> no, and, and 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 I had to do it, and I was basically failing. 
and I got yelled at. The best part of the whole day of filming, I was, I was uh, doing it, and uh, some customer by any 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 some customer walk uh, walk, and he recognized me from Vanderpump, and he walks by, goes, "Thank you for making my horrible flight on Southwest even more horrible with your face," and I said, "Wow, that's awesome." Um, I said, "Have a good day." And I was like, what do you say to that? And I'm like, yeah. what do you say to that? I hope that is that going to make it into the episode. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, you never know what the going to do to it. But I'm like, it was yeah. just basically I looked at the camera and I just go, what a dick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they like only my, my microphone picked it up, so they probably can't. But in the end, yeah, like, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. But it's, it's I pretty, think that's such a funny. cool idea. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of where we're starting at now, and then we have a couple shows in pre-production. And so right now, much more into the producing and hosting stuff than I am the acting. And um, yeah, but that's you know you kind of that's where the that's where the world's thrown me right now. Yeah, like you said, like you you know you're able to create rather than go to somebody else's creation. So created some really cool things, especially at you know more and more cities. And so with that recruit show, it's gonna like start in by Boston and then. If it does well, then it will bounce to other cities because I would like to check it out. Yeah, it's uh, I, awesome. you know what I could always do is I could always send you a sneak peek too. So I'll send you a little sneak peek of what's going oh, on yeah. and that show you what awesome. we're doing. No, that's a really no, that's a really cool idea. Uh, awesome. But yeah, that's, and now that's, yeah. yeah, now acting wise, is there a particular role that you had over the years that you really enjoyed? So you're in a bunch of shows that like guest starring and then some movies that I haven't heard of, but. From talking to a lot of actors, there's some movies I never heard of that they recommend, and they end up being really good. Um, you know, I, I one of my favorite roles of all time was a movie that we started filming, and then we lost funding halfway through. Uh-huh. Um, and and it was a, a movie called Dutch Hollow. And, and your um, name's Doug, so I saw that. I wrote that down. I'm like, you, oh, man, he's yeah, Doug in the movie. Yeah. And and I basically paid this this cop who was chasing a guy who was who was killing and kidnapping kids, and and it was a full psychological thriller, and it was just super intense, deep, dark, crazy, very you know, um, it was very intense. But I got so into it, and then it was just we were killing it, and then all of a sudden the funding got. Then I was like, man, I just would have loved to see where that would have gone. And, yeah. and you know, in the end, it's, it's like we all have our dream roles. We all know, you know, who we would love to, you know, emulate what roles we would love. And, and you know, I just thought that could have been a really fun thing. But, you know, I think every role, you just sort of have to take it as um, I, my favorite. I think every one is, is, is my favorite in its own way. So, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's like it's, that's the only way you win in this town is enjoying the little victories. And every time you get to be on set and work, that's a little victory. Oh, definitely. So, so that movie got released, right? Dutch Hala? Never got released. Oh, man. Never it got released. It has, like, everything on the IMDb to make it look like it's yeah. out there. And... Oh, it's out there somewhere. But it didn't get no. released. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't get released. And and so that's sort of the, the funny thing about IMDb. It's, IMDb is, like, you know, it's, oh, it's, know. it's sort of, like, picked up by the producers and the, and the people, production people put it together, but doesn't really say when and how it got released and all that jazz. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, so I think you yeah. answered the question. I was going to ask you, like, when it comes to, like, your 
your perfect role, and it sounds like that would have been such an awesome role. And now on that, they have, they have you listed as a a co-producer, I think, for that too. Yeah, so that that was one of those things where I I lowered my rate. Um, oh, okay. I lowered my so they gave me a producer, um, um, and I just say yeah, I'll, if I lower my rate, that's kind of just like an industry thing. If you lower your rate, then they'll give you like back end points if the movie or other thing. Oh, okay. And then when uh, when you're doing like the This Is series and like the recruit mm-hmm. when you're a producer, you're going. Are you like? Hands on, I know the, you started it, but are you still as hands on? Do you like help uh, choose every, like what places they, to go to and stuff like that? Every day, I, I am I am all hands on deck in the office every day. Um, you know, building this company and building the infrastructure, and I and I you know I take it. I, I have I have you know over sixty employees, and, and and I take that really seriously, and I and I know that That's I'm personally great. responsible for for not only um, the businesses that are on our show and the responsibility I have to showcase them the right way, but also just that everybody works that works for me, it's, you know, that you have to do them right and you have to build a culture and try to build an infrastructure that, that actually does good because we can all do work, but if the work actually does good, then we're, then we're making an impact, you know? Yeah. And you said it best. It's, it's leading by example because they yeah. see the boss, the person that's in charge black in and then, they think they can take it off, and it just goes on and on. What's the name of your production yeah. company? Uh, Three Corner Studios. All right. So Is there anything behind that? Um, no, I mean, you know, the, the whole Three Corners is the trinity. It's like the perfect blend of, like, you know, whether it's, you know, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, or whether it is, um, you know, love, trust, integrity. It's the every the Three three Corners is sort of, uh, um, you know, sort of the Celtic, symbol that goes way back in the day um and that was just kind of just creating the the, the you know the groundwork and the foundation but um where i'm actually taking everything is i'm starting to rebrand the whole entity and rebrand the whole company and rebrand everything i'm doing and i'm actually uh going to start moving everything over into uh making it media um that's going to be okay. the new name going into next year um and it all goes under exactly what i said in the beginning it's making it you know, yeah. what is making it and making it is the actual it. So um, we're going to now be known as MIM starting next year. Cool, man. Yeah, th- honestly, like when I go and talk to people, uh, obviously you're nice enough to say, hey, you know, I'll chat with you. So everybody that I talk to has been great, but just not knowing like where the conversation is, has gone or is going to go, it's so much fun. Like honestly, the, those shows sound awesome. So yeah, if you really could. Whenever, I would yeah, love to check no, out the recruiter. Yeah, I'd love to send you some stuff, kind of show you what we're doing, and kind of you, yeah. you can go and make fun of me because I'm a, an idiot. Um, <laughs> I just walk around. Yeah, I always like walk cool. around. I think that's even, and that's I think maybe the way you're raised. I think that's great that you can. Uh, there's humility, and you can put yourself in those roles, and like it's great when people can do things like that, put themselves in that situation. Well, I mean, it's 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 you. Ha- if you do ever do anything, you have to go all in. Oh, yeah, and that's 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 what you know. And, and most of the time, me going all in is having no idea what the hell that I'm doing. Because in reality, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, and I don't have an ego to to, to basically stop me from trying. Like, oh, I have to look cool right now, and I'm like, there is no cool. I'm way yeah. past. I'm way past not cool. Um, so, um, yeah, man, it's a. Uh, 
I, I, someone asked me today, I was actually getting a haircut and, and someone asked me, they said, like, would you consider yourself famous? And I said, I would consider myself a C-list. And this is a joke I was talking about with my sister. I consider myself yeah. a C-list, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> not even a celebrity, a C-list, po- C-list popular. And they're like, why C? I'm like, well, I'm definitely not D because if to be D, it would have mean I would have had to actually make it and then we got back, back down to earth. And so that's a D list. And then, so I feel like a C is a couple people know who you are and, uh, that's cool. <laughs> but you're still not, you're still not the B or the A, you know, so it's kind of a. Well, now everybody's going to know you. All those companies you go to that you'll, you'll be the, the talk of, uh, when that episode airs, those people that you worked with, they're, they, they're going to tell your families who you are and how great you are and yeah. stuff. So you, yeah. you build a community, you build a community. Yeah. Well, Rob, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, I wish you all the best. And I hope that those shows I'm able to watch regularly. Yeah. When? Well, I think yeah. it, 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 there's one episode up fully, which is the "This Is LA Dating." We have that up on YouTube if anybody ever wants to check it out. Um, and oh, it's definitely. actually with my ex girlfriend and all the cast of Vanderpump Rules, so that's kind of funny. Um, okay. Oh, I see yeah. it on here. Yeah, I'll put I'll put the link in the in the episode. Uh, in like the notes and stuff, but, uh, awesome, man. Well, thanks so much and, uh, have a great rest of your night. Have a good one, brother. And I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Man, Rob was great. Follow him on Instagram at Rob's Valletta. I'll put the link in the notes, but it's R-O-B-S and his last name Valletta, V-A-L-L-E-T-T-A. Along with his IMDb, I'll put in the notes too, so you can follow a lot of the cool projects that he has. And don't forget next episode, We're watching Karate Kid Part 3, and it's free on Crackle. So get cracking on Crackle. Good night.